0: The content discussed in this episode is for educational or informative purposes only and should not be replaced by individualized professional consultations or professional medical advice. Hey guys, I'm Tasha. Hey listeners, this is Goonie. And you're tuning to DotF the podcast, where we chat and explore all things on integrative medicine. Hi, everyone. Today, we have our guest, Steve Koster, who's a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner who specializes in cancer rehabilitation and fertility and is based in Essex, London. Um, Welcome, Steve, to
1: Doctor of the Podcast. We're so excited to have you.
2: Hi, Tasha. Uh, Thanks for inviting
1: me. Uh, Welcome, Steve. So as as your speciality, we would like to speak today uh, about cancer patients in recovery. And to the start of our conversation, I would like to bring up this uh, this research finding from the Cancer Research UK, uh, which says that around fifty five thousand women are diagnosed with breast cancer every year in the UK. And one in seven uh, women in the UK will develop breast cancer in their lifetime. And interestingly, uh, Cancer Research UK suggests that acupuncture is a method that may help with some symptoms and side effects uh, of cancer or its treatments. what would you be able to shed some light on this, um, on this finding uh, and your experience?
2: Hi, good Um Yeah, so uh, it's interesting, isn't it? From you know, it's quite a frightening statistic. Yeah. Uh, and I think from you know, from a Chinese medical point of view, it just it just highlights um, how different everyone is and how how everyone reacts to disease, well, not necessarily disease that everyone reacts to the environment in a different way. Mm. Because why would one person, uh, you know, develop cancer and another person wouldn't? So, you know, obviously there's um, genetics are, are involved and, and what we in, inherit from our from our parents and, and our, our, you know, genealogy. Mm. But um, you know, you, we have to take into account, um, you know, dietary matters and pollution, um, emotions. You know, how how do we all uh, react to? to everyday life, you know? So it'd be interesting to see, see statistics, uh, cancer statistics in years ahead on whether it changed during the, the COVID pandemic and and during lockdown and the stress that that created. Mm. And obviously it's, it's, there's gonna be issues regarding um, diagnosis and treatment that was probably delayed during that period. But you know, it'd be, you know, in Chinese medicine, um, disease is a reaction. To uh, uh, you know how it, how the outside affects our energy, which we call chi. Yeah. And if anyone is not aware what what chi is, the 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 easiest way to sort of um, describe it is is vital energy. So when your your chi is affected, um, the the uh, you know, the way it moves. If it, it doesn't move the way it should move, then you have disease. So in cancer uh obviously we know that it's to do with um you know m- m- mutating cells that so it's the body that is it's um you know essentially fighting itself mm-hmm. and it's, it's an over stimulus isn't it so yeah. so in chinese medicine we'd be looking at um uh well it, it's everything in chinese medicine but particularly when we're thinking about uh, how the body attacks itself it's often to do with the liver now, liver is like all the uh, organs in Chinese medicine it has an emotion that, that, that affects it and it has certain foods and uh, and a certain mood that affects it mm-hmm. so the emotion that affects liver is frustration and anger uh, and just this you know feeling of, of not being able to move right. so when that when your energy is affected in that way then it it, it stops moving and then you may get you know the tumors or something like that um so it's more complicated than that obviously but yeah. but going back to your original question, uh, Guni, I think that um, the answer to that in, in how, why Chinese medicine helps is because it's, it, uh, it's very good at um, looking at an individual and how they respond to disease, uh, whether it's the, the, the side effects of the disease you know, the symptoms of disease or the side effects of the treatment. Mm -hmm. And it can it can look at the person as an individual in a holistic way, Mm -hmm. whereas the the, the more sort of allopathic Western type treatments are sort of generic to everyone. So. It can it can be a lot more, a lot more gentle. So that's why we we don't really go around um, trying to treat cancer. We try and treat the person.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really valid point. and I wanted to touch on what you said, like, so you say in Chinese medicine, kind of the main organs all have a, a related uh, emotion tied to it. And also kind of the, the her, like types of food that are you know, linked to it as well, right? That is good or bad for it. Um, could you kind of shed some light seeing that, you know, you work a lot with breast cancer uh, patients, right? And, and in their recovery uh, state. So um, what would, you know, what would you, where would you start for breast cancer patient, patients uh, in terms of emotions and, and food wise?
2: Okay, well, um, uh, so breast cancer is, uh, you know, most typically uh, a tumour type of cancer. Mm -hmm. So tumours in in Chinese medicine, we say that they are, uh, but there's different types of tumour, but just for the sake of argument, we say that we're looking at um, balls of phlegm, really. And so the phlegm in Chinese medicine is uh, to do with an imbalance of the spleen, okay? Because Mm -hmm. spleen is, um, it it helps uh, move fluids and it, it directs fluids so uh, so and obviously when i'm talking about what organs do i'm talking about chinese medicine because obviously we know in, in western medicine that's not what the spleen does <laughs> so so the spleen is most affected um by um damp forming foods and um stress and overthinking and just doing too much really mm-hmm. so damp forming foods are foods that uh, you know like dairy sugars um and um Anything that you, that you shouldn't really be eating, like beige food. Anything that's beige is probably going to give you death. So,
0: so many good stuff. Like so many good things are in the color beige for food, like pasta, breads, croissants, anything, you know, baked yeah. goods. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, basically, if you like it, it's probably not good for you.
0: Oh, so. no. <laughs> this is not really good news for me, uh, Steve. You're not making me
2: <laughs> feel... Well, it's all sort about of balance, isn't it? So uh, a, a little bit of something nice is always good. But it, when it's only nice, then oh, you're, yeah. you're heading for trouble. But you need to you need have a, to have a bit of joy in your life. You?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right. So yeah, you're saying that these dampening foods are probably not are kind of triggers of where it would start um,
2: when you look. Yeah, at- I think um, yeah. So you know, obviously, you, we're not, we're not in the uh, we're not in the blame game. So we're not yeah. telling people that this is why you've got cancer. Mm-hmm. So because obviously, every everyone's different. So there's the person that runs marathons. V has a vegan diet, you yeah. know, has meditates every day, and they get cancer. And then there's another person who smokes twenty cigarettes a day, drinks every day, eats what they like. You know, they've got total beige in their cupboard,
1: and they
2: get be <laughs> like ninety with no with no problem. So there's obviously it, yeah. it's how it's how you know. So from a Chinese medical point of view, it's how does everything fit together? And there's obviously something <laughs> that's in that chain that's creating an imbalance. And that's mm. and that's why you know so you can't uh, you know I, I don't think we should go through life um trying to avoid disease you know because it become an obsession then but mm. you know, it's, uh there's um obviously you know sensible things that we can do mm-hmm. so don't drink too much don't smoke only have beige food on your birthday and other people's birthdays. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so, and obviously, so, um, so I think, you know, I mentioned uh, in, our, in our, our chat earlier that we, in Chinese medicine, we have an aphorism that says that Qi goes where the mind goes. So if your right. mind is, uh, you know, stuck or obsessive, or, you know, or, or, or it's got one of these emotions, like anger that is overriding, then it's going to cause a problem. So it's good to have, um, you know, we need balance in our life. So, and that includes uh, the mind. So, if your mind, if your mind is is, uh, you know, obsessive or, or stuck, then you need help. You know, and I think right. that's the first place to start with, um, uh, you know, with health, is to is to, be honest with yourself. Uh, you know, where is your mind at?
1: Right. So. So interestingly um what you're mentioning with with the mind not only could be kind of some of having a healthy mind uh not only does it participate in preventing some of those you know those those um those illnesses, but now if we were to look at cancer on its own um and especially the recovery because this conversation also i would like to stress is that we're not saying um that t c m or traditional Chinese medicine is here to. cure cancer because cancer has come to a point where it's chronic and 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 that's why you need allopathic treatments right but it's more like the recovery phase where most of them have um, you know undergone very um, very aggressive treatment and and that affects their their body their mind uh, uh, and their spirit to a certain extent and so what are key factors or or, um, be it external or internal that could affect you know that recovery process because if I were to see, like, a a picture of, if I, I had to represent someone who undergone, because I had a uh, uh, family members that that un- underwent this, they 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 just drained by by so much of um of all this medication, and so for them to come back to a certain normal life, if as I, I would go to this, how, how can TCM help in that process?
2: Mm. Well, uh, well, there's certain um, common side effects that they will, people will present with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know night sweats hot flushes nausea fatigue
1: mm.
2: um, uh, sort of mood type um, um, disorders such as depression and anxiety uh, and pain they're there there are the main the main things that I will treat people for mm. um, but I think um, you know firstly I' I think what I try to stress to my clients uh, to my patients is that um, you know life will it's very difficult to to be back to where you were pre-cancer, you know, and and I see that a lot with my with my clients is that they're, for instance, if they're they're, they're runners that they they've gone f- through their their disease, they've they've come out on the other side, and they're having treatment for recovery, but they're still trying to run marathons, you know. And you so what I, I think it's important for for any anyone, anyone through uh, becoming from any disease is to understand that. Uh, how ill they have been and how depleting it is. So um, mm. you, you know you, you've got to be realistic. And I'm not saying that you you're not going to be um you will be healthy again, but you may not be the person you were before. You know, it's a it's a life life changing right. event. You know, mm. and um I think it's uh the, it's a mistake to try to be the person you were before you're ill because that might be um, you might be going back to something that wasn't good. I don't know. You know.
1: Yeah.
2: So there's certain aspects that we, it's really good to know about Chinese medicine is that there's internal factors and there's external factors. Uh-huh. So the external factors that, you know, it, it, we all know what these are. So it's the weather. So, you know, don't, don't go out, like your mum said, don't go out when you've washed your hair with wet hair. Mm-hmm. You know, cover up your neck when it's yeah. windy. Day. Yeah. You know, you'll catch a cold or you get a stiff neck um you know don't sit on a damp floor you know all this stuff is it, it's it, it's the cliches but the, the cliches is, is a cliche because it's true you know and uh uh so there's the, 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 the there's fire, there's six aspects of weather that we that affect us uh, um uh can affect our chi there's the wind the coldness heat uh, dryness so when i say heat it's like fire dryness and there's one in between which we call summer heat um, which I mean, being from England, there's, there's only two things that I really understand and that's dampness and cold because that's all we get here. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, we, so but in a, a more hot country, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, like in South America or something, then you might have more heat type uh, issues or, or, or damp heat or this, this thing we call summer heat. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're the, they're the, the outside uh, things, um, but also you have to take into account pollution and air conditioning and uh, what we eat You know, so, you know, too much beige or, you know, people live on chips and crisps and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, this it's an imbalance. It's an imbalance. So uh, and uh, trauma is a is a is a huge, huge factor, isn't it? So there's obviously some things that we have no control over. So, for instance, if you do a job that you dislike, it's it's going to be bad for your health. Mm -hmm. But you, you can't you can't just leave your job, can you? You know, or you're in a relationship that is, is no longer working for you. It's very difficult to just say, well, it's not working for me anymore. I'm going, you know, because yeah. obviously you've got to think about children and pets and mortgages and, and, you know, and every, you know, yeah. it's complicated, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So obviously then you, you have to, there's a, an element of work that's involved. You have to, say, right. well, how am I going to change this? Yeah, so, right. uh, so then you may need help with that, you know? Um, and then we've got the emotions as well. So, um, the, the main emotions that we talk about in chinese medicine are anger joy worry pensiveness and that's that's a sort of chinese translation of i think overthinking. Uh,
1: overthinking. yeah <laughs> uh
2: sadness fear and shock and they're they're the uh the seven emotions we talk about in chinese medicine so where one of those emotions is in excess it can cause uh, a problem uh and or where the organ that that Uh, emotion is attached to is out of balance then that emotion can be become either heightened or dampened Mm. you know so so a good example a good example would be someone who's always angry or someone who just can't get angry when they should be angry
1: Mm -hmm. but anger is linked to which organ liver liver oh yes you you mentioned it yeah
2: Yeah. right and the and the organ paired with the liver is the gallbladder so um and and the 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 sort of gallbladder is 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 a is a yang organ so it's more about action. So the gallbladder, is, whereas the liver is about anger, the gallbladder is about decision making and and what direction to go. So it okay. could be if the gallbladder is not doing its job,
1: right. then
2: you're really going to get angry and frustrated because you just don't know which way to go.
1: Mm. You
2: know? mm-hmm. But what to say that oh, that person's too angry, so they're going to have a liver imbalance is 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 too simplified, isn't it? Because every mm-hmm. we're we're so complicated.
0: And so those are, these are like I guess these would be contributing to the internal factors like your emotions and and trauma. Um, would be the internal factors, if I'm getting that right?
2: Yes, yes. But obviously, I'm going to make it even more complicated because <laughs> the, the, uh, the climatic factor associated with liver is the wind. So if you're if you, uh, uh, you know, out on a windy day mm-hmm. and you have, uh, let's say that you do have a liver imbalance, then it can make you angry. You know, so, and that's, that explains why, for me, that you know, on some days you go out and everyone seems angry. Yeah, you know, for no reason. Or the mood is like really sort of down. Mm. Or on a sunny day, everyone's out and they're all nice and breezy, yeah. and enjoying themselves. And it's know. very
1: apparent in especially in, in the UK. No, in the UK, I'm telling you, when there's a ray of sun, you just feel the energy shifting mm. where people's mood and it's it's very apparent. Compare I, I feel that it's one of the cities that, especially in London, that that is so apparent <laughs> where the, the weather really affects people's uh, mood. And there's been research where decisions have been made because the weather was better than another day so for example this was like for funding um, for investors who've accepted to fund some some startups which were more successful on a sunny day than a rainy day oh, so nice. to say how you know it's really it's really a thing yeah. um and so yeah. kind of going back to cancer uh cancer patient and their recovery phase and understanding their internal ex- external factors um how can tcm practically treat those imbalances
2: well um so this, I'm, I'm a specialist in acupuncture, mm-hmm. and I also do uh, a style of Chinese massage called Tui Na, uh, which is um, basically it's, it's massage techniques that use the same theory, uh, Chinese medical theory, same as acupuncture. So, um, sorry,
0: can I just ask, is that acupressure Tui Na?
2: Well, it's It has aspects of acupressure in it. So okay. we 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 do we do acupressure. We we do hitting. We do we do rubbing. We do pushing. Okay. You know, it's um, it's very you know. It's pretty similar to most massage techniques, mm-hmm. but it's the, the the reason it's different is because it uses uh, the same theory as as acupuncture, okay. and uh, uh, or Chinese medicine. Um. So, you know. So, um. The, the how it helps is basically you, the where we place the needles, will affect the energy in a certain way. So when I when I meet a, a client for the first time, we we have a chat, we have a consultation, and I ask them questions about um you know what they're experiencing why how they think i can help so what symptoms are they are they experiencing and then i, I i'll have a i'll ask them about um, the digestion about their bowel movements uh about their sleep about any headaches any aches and pains mm-hmm. you know so i try and do a, a thorough consultation and that will give me an idea of uh how uh, their what their energy is doing and then for, based on that i can decide uh, what points to use so there's uh so we've got the the organs, you know, uh, lungs, kidneys, hearts, liver, and spleen, um, and the sixth organ in Chinese medicine is peric- pericardium. So, which is the 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 envelope that goes around the heart, or heart protector it's often called. So mm-hmm. there's the, the six Yin organs, and then you have six uh, Yang organs as well, which are paired to those. So it'd be uh, liver, gallbladder, um, heart is small intestine. Um, but yeah, so, so it, it, it would, based on the consultation, I'll have a better understanding of where uh, the energy is stuck and how I can move it. And then that will tell me um, where to put needles. So on the channels, so each channel is uh, connected to uh, an organ. Uh, and, but along that channel, each point ha- uh, th- has a different action. So I will decide what channel to use. So what organ do I want to affect? And then, how do I want to affect it, and that tell me where to put the, the point on the channel.
1: Why do you think, or maybe what would be factors that would affect um, someone's kind of acceptance of the, the 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 healing treatment that it's that you're trying to administer?
2: Well, um, mind is a is a is a big factor, but it's not it's not essential so you don't have to believe it because we we know that acupuncture works with animals and we know it works with children and neither neither of those groups um think about whether it works or not so but if you if you willingly if you try and will it not to work then it probably won't you know so uh, another aspect might be that you're just not having enough treatment so um my the, the people that i treat at the hospital generally have six treatments now that might be enough to start but it, it you know, it, you probably need a, a bit more than that. Um, and obviously uh, lifestyle changes need, need to be made. So there may be things that still have, they're still doing that uh, are affecting. So let's talk about um, uh, hot flushes, for instance. You know, coffee is a known uh, uh, trigger for that. Uh, stimulants such as chocolates, um, certain foods, mm. you know, stress will trigger it. So if you're not if you're not taking out the triggers, then it's still going to keep keep happening. You know, so, you know, some, having a, a drug like uh, tamoxifen or letrozole, yeah, one of the both the, the common side effects are night sweats, but you've got to do help yourself in a, a little bit. You know the, the triggers are still there; they're not having enough treatment, uh-huh. uh, or it could be that um, the disease is very advanced. So you know you right exactly. It could it could be that they've been mistreated. You know that that they're on the wrong type of uh, uh, chemotherapy treatment. or Hello. preventative drug. You know or the wrong dosage. Because you know, with regards to chemotherapy, there's hundreds of different types of chemotherapy, different mm-hmm. chemotherapy drugs, yeah. and, um, and everyone reacts differently to you know. So that that's a factor. And you know, again, the, the, going back to the mind aspects, if you're in a uh, you know in a relationship you don't want to be in, in a job you don't want to be in, you know, you or you're feeling misunderstood, or you're not, you know. Just in a place that you don't feel good, you, it's going to affect your treatment. And obviously, all of us uh, are in all those categories. You know, how much acupuncture do you have? You know, how do we really know that we're having the right treatment because we're putting our our our, our health into the hands of someone else? You know, how do we know that we're eat, eating well? You've got to, um, you know, be honest with yourself. Like, am I doing uh, what is best for me? And but am but you still need joy in your life. Mm. You, know, you can't. You can't live. You know, the, the monastic life when when uh, you crave company or you crave, uh, you know, a glass of wine every now and then or uh, a cake on on the weekend.
0: Yeah. So I guess, like, from what you're saying, to kind of like tie things in together, um, so you're saying that like patients who are in cancer recovery, um, they should be looking at kind of firstly like getting consultations other than outside of the allopathic space only to see if that could facilitate their healing process and recovery process. And as one of it is acupuncture, when they see a practitioner kind of look at the internal factors, external factors, and the lifestyle around these these changes that are happening within them, right? Um, To kind of facilitate that process and have it be effective for them, especially when they start uh, venturing into the the healing journey, right? Um, And I guess Uh, before we close off my my question like for you is like for patients who are going through treatment right in uh, chemotherapy or radiation in that time can they do something already that can be uh, facilitating their recovery process like you know in that journey while they are getting allopathic treatment can they start their treatment then and you know if so like how do they what mindset or, or approach they take with that
2: yeah, I think you can you can take you can start acupuncture treatment at any any point of the uh, uh, of the disease or the treatment or the recovery. Um, there are certain things that uh, would definitely need to be addressed. Um, definitely uh, dietary factors. Um, definitely um, exercise. Um, so it might be yoga or qigong or tai chi, something that's mm. energy based and, mm. and sort of mindfulness and, and uh, or as uh, maybe even a spiritual aspect. Yeah. Um, because you know something like uh, running, for instance, is it's um, it's it's too it's, too, um, it's yeah. disconnection from the mind. I think mm. you know it's, exercise is good, but you um, you can do too much. Or not enough, I don't know, you know, it's, it's about getting that balance. Um, yeah, you certainly need to, um, uh, you know, put your hands in, the, in, in, put yourself in the hands of someone who is um, an expert in that field, you know, yeah. like, a, like a doctor or, a, or an oncologist, mm-hmm. but you, you, when you're strong enough, when you're ready, you need to um, start building up your own um, um, you know what how can you help yourself right mm-hmm. because you, know, you, you the doctor can't feel what you feel right. they, they can only they can only sort of guess what you're actually feeling and mm-hmm. none of us feel the same you know we're all individuals yeah and you yeah you, you've got to go through um we well, don't have to go through it but the, cho- the choice is there you can go through the the, the uh the allopathic uh routes uh which which is, is, is entirely up to the individual, but it's also a good idea to, um, we'll think, how can I empower myself? How can I be part of this healing process? Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that's, that really is kind of like a good way to, to end our conversation because to make people think about that, like, how do you take agency in your own health in the process of like, uh, any, any illness, or even, even if you don't get to a state of illness, which is actually what we all should Thrive to not have right um, any sort of cro- chronic illness. Then taking agency in our life, right, in our lives, to make sure that we are in control of our health. And I guess, like Steve, um, I think we we told you about our closing uh, rapid fire questions that we we've been doing. Uh, so maybe we can close off with um, the first question, <laughs> um, which is, uh, "What is the worst health advice that you've ever received,
2: ever?" Go <laughs> uh, to the doctor. <laughs>
1: that's a good one (laughs) um well that's in egg
2: country first
1: (laughs) (laughs) nice um and if there was one habit we should all adapt what would it be
2: um daily exercise Mm -hmm.
1: that's a good one very simple
0: and and um the last one is if you were to put a song or a soundtrack to your life um what would it be
2: oh it's gotta be uh the rocky theme
0: nice
1: <laughs>
0: we had a, we had another
1: practitioner tell us the same thing
2: <laughs> all right nice it's a thing because
1: we, it's the thing is, and it's also because you are also into uh, martial arts right yeah uh, so hence why it's it's very um appropriate <laughs> well thank you so much steve for um for coming on to our show and and,
2: and sharing your wisdom with us Thanks, Ginny. Thanks, Tasha. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thank you for coming on. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and select the follow or subscribe button. For now, stay safe, and we'll see you next week.